All right, hello and welcome to the Bean Talking with Peak Performers podcast. On this podcast, we talk to people that are peak performers in their field, and this episode is no different. We talk to two people, Johan and Titch from Business Authorities. These guys are the founders of the Business Authorities group, a community of business owners helping each other build, grow, scale their businesses so that they can create a positive change and impact on the world. They've also had some really cool experience elsewhere. Really excited to get into this show. So let's go. Titch, thank you guys. Um, we're coming on the Bean Talking podcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So my sum up of you guys, you are the founders and creators of Business Authorities. Um, you do a lot of JVs. And um, yeah, really, really big in the business space. Um, that's my sum up for you guys. But for people that <laughs> from the stalking, yeah, from, from the Facebook stalking, <laughs> so, as we were talking about. But for people that don't know you, um, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, um, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so let's say 15 years ago, I was an agricultural scientist, climate change, secondary biofuel. Oh wow! Absolutely nothing to do with what we do right now. Mm. Um, I was in the industry and soon realised that science was never going to pay for the lifestyle that I wanted and the impact that I wanted to create because science is very solitary. You sit in a room, you do your research, you pump out a couple of papers every day and that I didn't realize what I was getting myself into as well. But who does when they're, you know, 18, <laughs> no, 20 years old? I still exactly. do. <laughs> so from there, um, I realized that, hey, I need to leverage my time because time is very precious. So from there, um, I built a little eBay store. My little eBay store made more money than my supervisors in six months. Your supervisors? Yeah. So the bosses and in six months. And then I was like, oh, and it only took me four hours a week to run this thing. Now, mind you, I was working 16 hours a day on my PhD. And then four, in four hours, I was making more money than the bosses, right? So the power of leverage in systems. So learning that at a very young age was key to, you know, my journey. From there, um, I built six more of these things. And so I didn't have any financial pressures. This is young Johan without a family. How, how, with a, how old? Yes, yeah. 15 years ago, okay. 20, 22, 23, around there. Yeah. So young Johan was <laughs> busy partying and having the best time of his life. Yeah. And so from there, um, affiliate marketing involved. Do you know what affiliate marketing is? I do, is? yes. Awesome. Yes. So we were doing affiliate marketing for things like Ticket Tech and all the concerts, those sorts well, of things. Well, that's big. I didn't realize yeah, yeah, yeah. that you could do... For me, affiliate marketing is uh, you go and click bank and you yeah. look at what's selling and then yeah. you do your link. But yeah. So it started off there. Yeah. So I became a ClickBank... Um, what do you call them? I, don't know. I got an award from ClickBank for being a top affiliate. Uh, but from there, then we approached companies. So this is now goes into joint ventures. Approached companies and said, we are really good at what we do. We can generate leads. Will you give us a commission on every sale? To them, there is absolutely no risk involved because they're like, yeah, yeah. here's the material. They've signed up on it. There's the marketing material. Use that. And then so when I went and did media buying all over the internet. So who is going to be interested in going to a pink concert? Right? Mm. So we'd find blogs. We'd find you know different media sources other than just Google because you can go to Google and type in pink concert and ticket tech would be at the top so we need to think creatively um, so I found all those things and became a really good media buyer from there uh, about two years later CPA marketing involved which is cost per acquisition mm -hmm. so you get paid to affiliate marketing you get paid per sale 
So only when the sale is made. Cost per acquisition, you get paid when a lead is generated. Much more different, much more easier. So we started doing this with the banks, so Commonwealth Bank, Westpac Bank. So now, so if you went to Google and you typed in Commonwealth Bank credit card application, for example, the ad would be there saying, are you looking for a Commonwealth Bank credit card application? Yeah. They type those keywords in, guess what? They're most likely... <laughs> they're going on... That's what they want. your landing pages. Or exactly. Well, no, no, no. Not it's, even it's all cookie. It's, it's, it's just, just a redirect. Straight to them, right? So... So this is how um, a CPA network, uh, CPA marketing works. There's a vendor. In this example that I've used, it is Commonwealth Bank. There is a CPA network. So there's probably about 100 of them. There's about 10 really good ones in Australia. And so if you log on, and then there's people like me who are affiliate marketers or you know, lead generation specialists, essentially. So these guys would tell the network, hey, we'll pay you $300 per application that gets filled out because they make way more money than that from yeah. every credit card oh, no. with all the fees and stuff, yeah. right? These guys say to people like us, hey, we'll pay you $200 for every application. They keep 100 bucks, not bad. Then in this example, I went to Google and bought the keyword Commonwealth Bank credit card application, which would cost me $6 a click. Right? Pretty good. Six dollars a click, pretty good. And you know, there's not that much competition. There's eighteen hundred searches a month. So if somebody types in Commonwealth Bank credit card application, what's the chances that they're gonna click on my thing that says, Are you looking for the Commonwealth Bank credit pretty card? High. I mean that's that's the whole benefit of search. <laughs> exactly. It's highly targeted, highly Correct. specific to what's on Exactly. Yeah. Eighteen hundred searches a month. So they'd click on that, they'd go in, they'd fill out, and one out of ten would actually fill out the full form, because there's a, it's a big form. So now just on the mats of that, $6 per click, 10 people clicked, that's $60 in my cost. But one person fills it out, I get paid $200. So what's my profit on that? Yeah, that's pretty good. 140 bucks. 140 bucks, yeah. Multiply that by 1800 because I just reinvest the money back into that. Yeah, wow. And you can start seeing how easily you can make a very decent income just off that. So that was CPA marketing. Yeah. Now, at this point in my life, this is like 2008, 2009, um, I quit the PhD one month before handing it in. <laughs> which wow. I, everybody thought I was absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, did you know him? We, we ragged on him forever. But yeah. 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 So all my friends wanted me to get a job. And what are you doing? You're ruining your life and all this stuff. And, you know, I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to do it my way. Um, so at this point in time, everybody thought I was a drug dealer. <laughs> right, because yeah, you've, you've got the cash. Got the cash. cash coming in. Exactly. What's going on? Where were you living in this day? In, in the city. In the city? So, uh, yeah. It was a pretty... Every night, my Facebook... I think, yeah, Facebook was just coming around. And it would just be photos of me drinking and partying and this and that. I just looked like, you know... Yeah, a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, I'm a family man. Um, yeah. so, that, so that happened. And I met this guy and he goes, Hey, uh, you know, we hired a yacht and we were sailing around. And he goes, I've got a friend who's got, he's, he's booked the Eureka Tower. And at the Eureka Tower, he's got nobody signed up for his event. I said, oh, he goes, do you think you can help them? I said, of course I can help them, come on, man. Yeah. So I go meet this guy, have this conversation, and I go, I can set up a lead generation campaign for you, easy. So I set it up for him, have a meeting with him the week later. He opens up his laptop, and you see CEO, director, CEO, director, CEO, director, all of these people who are registered. Now this guy, when you're running an event, you know how stressful events are. Yeah. He was expecting just anybody to rock up to his event. But I filled the room with 80 CEOs and directors. So he was like, 
wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm going to let you in on the secret in a second. <laughs> so he thought it was amazing. And he goes, what else would you like other than the money? I said, give me 15 minutes to talk. So now, now I'm talking, talking in front of this room 10 years ago, so I'm 28, talking to all these people. 28 years old, talking to CEOs who are running these multi-million dollar companies about how lead generation works. And so from there, my company, um, my alliance was born. Now the secret to how I filled that room with CEOs and directors, 80 of them, was I went to LinkedIn and I advertised only to CEOs and directors. Therefore, only CEOs and directors would see my ad and therefore it, only they could register. Makes sense? I find, <laughs> yeah, it makes complete sense. Um, when running Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, whatever it is, I find that the thing that's, that people struggle with the most, and both of you might be able to test this, is the targeting. Yep. They overcomplicate it. Exactly. They think, oh, do I need five more things? Or yep. I, you know, yep. but, but you just there set a pretty no-brainer formula, yep. which is... The ideal target. Ideal yeah. target. I said, who do you want in the room? He goes, CEOs, decision makers, because that's what his product was pitched at. He needed those guys to be in the room. But he was advertising to everybody who's a business, who's in business, not even a business owner, just who's in business. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people who consider themselves that they're in business, but they're not the business owner, the decision maker. So that was a success. So from there, I met this guy who said, hey, you've got all this knowledge, brains. I've got 40 years of experience. Why don't we team up and I'll show you how to build a proper business. Now at this stage, it's me in my apartment, you know, a couple of outsourcers, yeah. but a very nice lifestyle. Yeah, comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. I go, okay, cool. So on Monday, he rocks up, he knocks on the door and I open the door and he's standing there with a table and his laptop. He's like, yeah, what do you want me to work? I'm like, okay, let's do this. And so in six months, we had this ridiculous growth rate. We have all these clients coming through. Um, and so anyway, so that was fun. So that's now 10 years old, the digital agency. Now we have 92 people. There's 12 of them over here on, on the ground in Australia, 80 of them overseas. Yep. Got to love globalization. Now, while that was happening, um, I moved into a building in the city. When I moved in, they said, it's the best building in Australia. All right. Yeah, I think they said in Australia. Best building in Melbourne, anyway. And you moved in. This is exactly. Yeah, let's bring it to you. No, no, wait, we've known each no, no, no. Oh, you were, you were since, working. Since 2004. Okay. So we'll, we'll get into that we'll in a second. We'll so, get to that later. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, so I'm living in this building, and the guy goes to, you know, every day I keep getting this piece of paper under my door saying, your windows are getting cleaned, your carpets are getting cleaned. I'm like, interesting. Well, the lift is getting serviced. The lift is getting serviced. The pool is getting cleaned today. I'm like, all right, cool. But an inch of paper in a month that's accumulated on my desk. So I went to the guy, I went uh, to the building manager. I said, How much is this costing me? He said, It's a dollar per sheet. A dollar per sheet, 500 apartments, twice a day. That's $1,000 a day. 365 days, $365,000 problem. So I go, Why don't we build an app for the building? He goes, An app? He goes, I don't know what that means, but you look like a software guy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> For those listening and not watching, uh, where, where are you from? What's your nationality? So background, so background is Portuguese Indian. Portuguese Indian, yeah. yeah so you look like a tough guy. So, so, so I've got brown skin, and so because of the brown skin, he assumed that I can do computer stuff, Yeah. which is great, because a lot of people always assume that. Yeah. And when I tell them that I'm actually trained as an agricultural scientist, they're like, None of this is making sense. <laughs> so anyway, um, cool. So where was I? Yeah. So anyway, so 
I build this building management system for him. I build an app for him. And we show it to the to the community, to the owners corporation. They go, we love it. As I'm walking out, he goes, how much money did you just make? I go, I did all right. He goes, let's team up. So they again, joint ventures. Let's team up and I, we've got all these other buildings. So we started that company. Two years later, he goes, I'm retiring. I've gone, dude, we've, we've just started. Like we've got 0.00001% of the buildings, you know. He goes, no, I'm retiring, I've made my money. So I bought him out. And then from there, I was sitting down, I don't know if you believe in this stuff, but I said, hey, universe, I need somebody to partner with who I don't want to go out there selling this stuff to buildings. And then I get a phone call going, hey, Johan, we've been trying to copy your technology for the last two years. We can't. What's it going to take to partner with you or buy you out? Cool. I'm like, all right, cool, let's have a meeting. And we have this meeting, and I'm sitting down across the table from this guy, and he goes, I want to build it into a $100 million company. Mm-hmm. Now... I don't know if you met people, but when somebody sits down in front of you and tells you a hundred million dollar company, my brain couldn't even comprehend that, and the first thing I thought was bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> your, your guard instantly goes up. Why exactly. Like, well, because it's not in my realm. It wasn't yeah. in my realm or in my mindset. And so from there, um, I did my due diligence on the guy, and he built this company. He took it from six million to seven hundred million, where he exited, and now it's on the stock exchange at one point two billion. That's amazing. Pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. So. He goes, this is, my, this is my CV. These are the companies I've worked with, mining corporations, da, da, da. He goes, 100 million is nothing. No. So can you imagine the mindset shift that has to happen when somebody goes, 100 million is nothing? I, was, I couldn't sleep. Yeah, I mean, I was um, going through your Facebook and a lady put up a video about building a business from 2 million to 200 million. Yep. Because of the position I'm in, I go, but hang on, you've got to build it to two million first. Yeah. So yeah, yep. fully understand. Exactly. Yeah. And so even, well, it took me 10 years to build my other company to a million. Right. So imagine 10 years of hard blood, sweat and tears and a lot of tears because it's stressful as fuck mm. running a business. And, you know, when, and so I said that to the guy, I go, look, you know, I've achieved this. You're talking about this. It seems so far away. He goes, we don't build businesses like that. We build businesses with proper strategy in mind. Wow, interesting. Perfect. And so, over four years, we built this business. I work two days a week in the business, like doing stuff and like fully dedicated in the business, two days a week, and it gets to 20 mil. Like, I was dumbfounded. I'm like, what? This is insane. Now, unfortunately, at that exact same time, so I was enjoying, you know, I had family and yeah. my kids came. And so I didn't get to, as a business owner, you don't get to spend much time with your friends. And, yeah. And, you know, and how did you manage that? Because you've gone from a space where your friends are going, you're crazy, you're dropping out, what are you doing? <laughs> um, now I can't see you anymore. Yeah. I'm texting you to catch up, but you always say no. Yeah. Um, you know, you might have... Yeah, missed birthdays, that kind of all that kind of stuff. But how do you communicate that? And then in, also, how do you manage the expectations of people around you if you're, you know, somebody that's starting something and you need that, yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, you, you need that time. And some people don't understand that. Like, I'll give you an example. On the weekends, all my friends. This is you know, my twi- around 25, 28, around there. All my friends, all they wanted to do was party and drink. Yeah, I'm 25, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the, that's the type of people that I was to hang around with. Now, this is where mentors came into place. At that point in time, I got three mentors in my life. Those mentors were 10 years older than me. 
They had families. I saw the way I wanted my life to be. They spend their time, they spend their weekends, you know, Saturday morning relaxing, waking up fresh, reading a book, going out, being with nature, educating themselves. And then I'd look at my friends who, you know, would wake up hungover, wouldn't do anything until midday, like half the day is gone. Whereas the other ones were waking up at five in the morning, would get so much done by the time nine o'clock came, then spend time with their families. Beautiful. A complete That's how you contrast. It. Yeah. yeah. And so I couldn't, I found it really hard to relate to my then friends. Mm. But then what happens is as you start to remove those people in your life who don't serve you, you start to attract the right people into your life. And those right people are here to help you, you know, upgrade. Yeah, and I've, the stance I've taken on it is it's not, when, when you say the word remove, it might, it might be your best buddy. Like, you know, it's, it's not remove them, it's just limiting the time yep. that you spend and then limiting the um, input that they have. You know, take everything with a grain of salt. You know, yeah. uh, if, if you're starting a business and you go uh, and, and they're giving you advice, you've got to question have they, <laughs> have they done the same? It's, it's exactly like single people giving people in relationships advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, you haven't done that. So, yeah. anyway. Exactly. But what, what you'll find is in life, people will start. So you're walking together with people, you know, the people you grew up with, all those things. But as you start, if you start to evolve at a faster rate than those people around you, you will, there will be a, a partition because they either might get stuck and when they get stuck, you have nothing really to talk to them about because they're... And this is not a, this yeah. is not a mean or... You know, it's, it's nothing negative about this. They're happy where they are. Yeah. But if you're in business, you're always unhappy. Oh, not, not always unhappy. Always uncomfortable, isn't it? Uncomfortable, yeah. Because you're always seeking for more. And so that strive for knowledge, strive for, strive for excellence, continues to push you to the next levels. And as you keep going to the next level, you're always upgrading. The conversations that you have upgrade. Basic conversations do not do anything for you, and actually, your mind actually gets bored. You know, I, I cannot stand talking about the footy, the weather, you know, what's happening on TV. It, it's for you, it's yeah, mind numbing. I would rather talk about how we're going to change the world. We've yep. got a very short period of time on this planet. What, how are we going to make an impact? How are we going to make a difference in this week that we have? What changes in other people's lives that we elicit? Hmm. How can we help? I think that's being what changes in other people's lives. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah. That's, that's why we're here. And money doesn't mean anything at the end of the day. It's how many people can you impact? How many people can you help? What will you be remembered for? I've got the privilege of a lot of friends who are extremely wealthy. Boats, yachts, jets, all that stuff. None of that makes them happy. No. The only thing that makes them happy is contribution. Yeah. Giving to other people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's people that make us happy. And there's a movie, it says happiness is only real when shared. And so you can have everything in the world, but if you're alone, it's pointless. Mm. Yeah, um, Teacher, I want to bring you into the conversation. So. I know, I've been yapping. I've been waiting like a, like a crouching tiger. <laughs> yeah. to, to pounce. So you said, as we met, you know, he's the beauty, you're the beast of the organization. He's um, the brains, I'm the beast. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, tell me a bit about your, yourself as well, and um, yeah, what, what what brought you guys together? Um, it's funny, I was actually having this conversation yesterday with someone as well. So, um, I went to uni with Johan's brother, Rene, and we are best friends, and at some point in time they decided to bring me into the family. I actually studied engineering with Rene, 
So I'm an engineer, yeah. completely different from what I'm doing <coughs> now. Civil, mechanical. Uh, actually, building services. Building services. So we did a degree called architectural engineering okay. at Vicuni, which allows you to be multidisciplined. Great. So you do the hydraulics, mechanical, yeah. electrical, all that. And I actually really loved that because it gives me the opportunity to try so many different things and have that expertise. I love being able to see how things come together. But somewhere along the way, Johan goes to me, you know, Titch, you're not really an engineer. You're more of a people person. How's about you go start your own business? Now, being an employee and someone saying to you, you've got to start your own business and me not being able to see where all his, all his drug money was coming from. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, guys listening, that's with quotations. <laughs> no, but for legal reasons. <laughs> no, no, but I, I, we weren't, we used to actually go to him, what are you doing? Yeah. We didn't really understand it. Unless you're in business and having to go through it, you don't know. You know, he'd have a lot of very late nights. He'd get up late during the day and we'd go like, what are you doing? That's, that's attributing <laughs> to the reputation. <laughs> but that's, that's my, no, but that was, he'd be having late nights sitting at his computer or reading a book or you'd walk past, you'd be listening to audio files. Like he's constantly learning, right? And you go, okay, so when are you making the money? Because you can't see it as when you're an employee. But he already had systems that have been set up. People whom he would have, if there's work that comes in, he'd be just delegating it and they're running around doing stuff. And in the meantime, he's going and upgrading his brain. And we're looking at that and not seeing it because you're not in that, right? So he's going to me, you should do it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't really see it. He goes, look, get into it. I'll support you. We'll, you know, I'll be your backbone. You go out there and if you want, tell people we can support you building websites, apps, all that type of stuff. And I've gone, okay, cool. So I said to him, so what's the cheapest website? And he goes to me, oh, it's $1,500. That's a bare basic one. And I said, $1,500? That's ridiculous. How can you charge someone that still me not being a business owner, not understanding, right? Not understanding so he goes to me, I want you to go and build one just so you can understand because you need to know the product before you go and start selling it. And was this before, you know, website builders and... You no, know, this, this is WordPress. This WordPress, is, yeah. But this was right at the very yeah. beginning, right? This is 2012. 2012. Okay. Yeah. So I get in there and I start building this thing and I didn't realize that you could kind of put stuff together. I was going in there and learning coding. Yeah. This thing took me three months. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on the phone, right? And you go to me, so how are you going with it? And I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to have this conversation. I'm just coming along. It's coming along, right? Um, and then I'd call up because we have a CTO. I'd call him up and say, look, can you help me out with this? So he'd go, okay, let's jump on a call. And we'd, um, he'd be, we'd do a video call. And then he's in the background now playing with stuff on my on my computer and I'm just watching it all unravel. A couple of minutes later, everything that I had been struggling for for weeks to get done is just done. Yeah, wow. And I thought to myself, wow, this is, it's just sensational being able to see that, right? So it gave me a real good appreciation for what it takes to actually do that type of stuff. And I thought of it from, when you're starting business, you think of it from a, a time point of view. When people say to you, oh, can you do this? And you're equating what you're doing to time, right? I got first-hand experience of understanding the value of what we were actually doing. Everything that we do now, we, we sit down with people, we're looking at how much value we're going to be adding to them. And you, you teach them, you, you educate them on that so that they understand that it's not just a, a primordial service that you're providing. They're looking at a bigger picture. 
yes, it might be a website, but what does that website allow you to do? How is that interacting with your client base? It's not just putting up something and splashing some color and some words on it. You know, you've got to really reach your target market. And yeah, so it just upgraded my brain. And then after that, I was now the guy who was staying up like... Right. He's infected you. He's infected you. He's infected me. So now I, I'll be up emailing at two in the morning yeah. and stuff like that. But you love it. That's the thing. I, I do. Like, I've recently gotten obsessed with TikTok. Yeah, don't know if you guys have yeah. some time in there. I opened it up and yeah. then 18 minutes went by and I just shut it off. I'm, like, I'm not looking at that again. Yeah, yeah. same here. <laughs> so I'll give you guys... Um, I've gone from zero to 900 followers, 990 followers uh, in two, three weeks. Yeah. Um, got a video that has 40,000 views. Jesus okay. Christ, um, okay. Another with 20,000 views. Wow. This is purely organic. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Um, but because of that, and then I can see the opportunities and where it can lead and, and all that kind of things, is I'm now obsessed with what can I do? How can I do more? How can I put out different content? Yeah. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And and you can understand that 2 a.m. feeling. <laughs> My girlfriend goes, oh, get off your phone. <laughs> but but like, I'm working. Can't you I'm, I'm working. working. You want TikTok? Get, I'm working. <laughs> How is that working? Yeah. People don't get it. I mean, he'd be like, he'd be on Facebook and go, he's messaging. And we're like, what are you doing? I'm working. Like, no, you're on Messenger. Mm. <laughs> but he was actually making really big connections. You were talking to, um, I'm trying to remember the, he's one of your mentors in America. Um, That's not mentioning Okay, but anyway, so he, he reached out to this guy and he was so surprised when he came back to him and was actually having normal conversations with him, mm-hmm. you know, and this is someone who is very respected in the mentoring world. And he's going, no, but I'm talking to this person, I'm talking to that person. You go, huh, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to let this name drop. So <laughs> Jay Abraham. Oh, cool. I messaged Jay Abraham and he started messaging yeah. me back and we started having a conversation for like an hour. Uh-huh. I'm like, Dude. damn. <laughs> so that's what separates the Jay Abrahams of the world um, that are in that space to the other people. Yes. Is the Jay Abrahams will reply back. We'll talk to you. Yeah. It's very cool. But, but of course, he, he charges 25 grand an hour. I was like, woohoo, we're going to leave that. Well, actually, we were talking about a JV, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that all um, actually leads me into a question. So you guys, business authorities, yeah. um, from the looks external, um, you guys run some really high-powered events that, yep. that shift people's thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell me a bit about the why you created that and then, and then what keeps it running. What's... Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You go. Yeah, <laughs> both of you didn't give your answer. Yeah. And you can test to see if you're on the, if we're on the end, same page. At the end of 2019, if you're... Yeah. Um, so with the digital agency, we were serving a certain kind of client, mainly your medium-sized, larger-sized um, businesses. So we weren't doing $1,500 websites. They started at 50 So yeah. just, just an FYI. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a big deal. Let's... let's um, for people who won't understand that, is there, there is a big difference There's between fifteen hundred and fifty grand. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Just in the time that you actually allocate to yeah. it and the thinking behind it's, it. And it's almost daily that you're looking at stuff on there. Yeah. You? So it's yeah. Yeah. But the we still had friends who are in startups or slightly smaller businesses, right? And um, because we can't spend as much time with them as possible. 
you know, they'll tell you their problems that are fleeting and you go, okay, and you give them a solution. But people really need that additional time to be able to, you sit down with them and actually break down everything that they're going through and how they can get to that next level. So Johan actually had a couple of friends who um, their businesses were struggling and then they, um, when, you, when you put your heart and soul into your business and everyone else is around you going, well, what are you doing? Go get a job, whatever it is, and you seem like you've got no, no support, right? Um, their business has failed and then obviously their relationships have problems as well and then with their kids and all that type of stuff and a couple of them actually took their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's one of those topics. It's it's funny. I post stuff all the time, and people like and share stuff. But the moment you start talking about the fact that this actually happens, and when you're in business, how hard it is, people kind of don't really want to talk about it. But we thought to ourselves, how can we reach more people? How can we share what we've learned in building the businesses that we have and the businesses that we work with, and all of their skills and people in our network? who are doing such great things, how can we leverage that to reach more people, to create a, a group where people have that support, they have people they can relate to, that they can connect with uh, and learn. And that's where business authorities came from. I think you touched on something really powerful there. So myself, I um, actually struggle with manic depression. Okay. Um, for me, it's a matter of reframing it. I. Uh, I get a level of self-awareness into myself mm. and, uh, and lessons every time I go through something. But from what you've just said, the biggest part of it is the loneliness and mm. thinking yeah. that you are going through this alone, but you're actually not. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. I think, I think it's 70% of business owners suffer anxiety, depression, have thoughts about suicide. Mm. It's <coughs> horrible. And so our philosophy, our belief is that business owners change the world. It's not the governments who change the world. It's business owners. The more people you employ, the happier those people are, the happier their families are. Those families grow up in a safe, secure environment because of you, the business owner, right? Those kids grow up with tools and they can become innovative. What happens when you have innovative children? They become leaders. When you have leaders, guess what do they do? What do they, what do, they do? They create more businesses. And so that's, we believe at our core that successful businesses change the world. And so while, you know, touching back on what Tip said, while I was enjoying this level of success, I had these friends take their lives, which was a big wake-up call, going, shit, I haven't been around because I've been on my journey, but now it's time to share all the knowledge, everything that I've learned, I just want to share it with people. And that's what Business Authorities is about. And then the experience of building a company of that size and with strategy in mind, me and my wife, we sat down and we documented the entire journey. And so from that, we created the Business Authorities formula, which is a formula that you can apply to any business. And you can just literally follow the thing and you will achieve success. There's no one who's gone through it that cannot achieve that. Because it's step by step. I'm a scientist back to bringing the whole loop back. Everything has to be replicatable. You have to be able to follow a step by step process and create the results. Mm. So, Business Authority started off as, well, 
it still is. It's a global platform where people, we've got 3,000, you know, community members, people who are in our database who are from all over the world. And they're accessing the platform, they're learning, they're educating themselves, they're doing what they need to do. We've got a group in Australia of, I think it's close to 700 now, of business owners who've been to our events. So we started off the events just to say, hey, we're having a launch party. That thing sold out. And so this was January. So in January, we launched this. We launched Business Stories. Mm-hmm. Now we're at the end of the year, and every time we launch an event, it's sold out with high-powered business owners. So January 20... January this year. 2019. We yeah, launched this year. Yeah. Business Safari's launched this year. Launched Official, this year. Yeah. Wow. And Fabian's been doing some good work <laughs> <laughs> for you guys. Because you guys are, at least for me, a, a known brand. Yeah. yeah. And, and we are. In, in such a short amount of time. And we're doing, we're, we're literally following our own formula. Right? Yeah, of course. And it's incredible. So we're following our own formula. We're doing the work. And through that, that's why now when we walk into events, people go, business authorities in the house. We're like, <laughs> Like, it's cool. It's cool to see. But again, it's proof of concept. Proof that we, are, we live what we, we live what we preach. Yeah, yeah so that's... So, do you want me to tell you about the formula? Of course. Uh, if, yeah. yeah. Sure. Do you want to talk about the formula? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, so, the first element, and it's an, action, it's an element that's embedded in each one of the 10 steps in the formula. I want to build mindset. an empire, Titch. I want to build an empire. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, mindset. The mindset from going from 100,000 to a 500,000 business or from 500 to a million, it requires a different skill set. It requires a different thinking. Even going from being an employee to having your own business, people need to be able to understand that they need to go and learn as much as possible. And that's where it all starts. One of the biggest problems that we've always encountered when we're working with people, which we always address straight away, is that mindset. But just, they say to you they need a website or marketing, whatever it is, and you go, but what is it that you, that you really want? There's more to it than that. So mindset is the first step in the whole process itself. And then we build on from that into our mission and vision and values. So we're going we're to interrupt each other in this. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so with the mindset piece, it's around designing your ideal life. Now, you, uh, you were at a workshop yesterday, designing your ideal life. Yeah. Um, so designing your ideal life is very important because that whatever you visualize, you you know whatever the mind uh, conceives, you can achieve. Mm. So when you design your ideal life, then the next step is to build a business that supports that life, not the other way around. Too many business owners. This is a very very key point. Too many business owners go into business and then they're working 16 hours a day. They're sacrificing their health. They're sacrificing their families. They're sacrificing holidays. Most business owners, when you talk to them, when's your last holiday? They're like, oh, you know, all that kind of stuff. They don't even take holidays. So when you design your ideal life and then get your business to support that life, now you know why you're building that business. Mm-hmm. You know the outcomes of that business because now you know the financial numbers. When you talk to business owners, what are, what are most of them, generally, what do they say? When you say, how much money do you want to make? Uh, I don't know. I'm enough to be comfortable. Most of them say, I want to make a million dollars. A million dollars. Okay. But why is a million dollars the, why is it the benchmark? In America, the top 1% of earners, you know what it actually is? What is it? It's $400,000 a year. Yeah. yeah. You, you actually cannot spend that amount of money. No. Live, you know. So imagine if people 
I, I mean, yeah, okay, if your ideal lifestyle needs to be two million, four million, yep. build a business. But imagine if the conversation is back at that level. Yep. Imagine the less stress that people would have. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not that hard to achieve. No. So a million dollars nowadays is not that hard to achieve. So when you break that million dollars down into you know a daily a daily goal, for example, it works out to be three thousand eight hundred something. Yeah, let's just call it four thousand dollars. Now, if your average product is five thousand dollars, guess what? You're already ahead of the thing, right? Um, and if your average product is not five thousand dollars, maybe it's two and a half thousand dollars. Whatever it is, you, we can productize and work that out. It's not that many sales per month that you need to achieve in order to have that goal. And then when you build systems around that to have it working for you all the time and sales coming through all the time, mm. life is easy. So, so step number one, mindset. Step number two, mission, vision, and values. Actually, I was going to actually ask you a question, yeah. right? Because oh, right. you, you, you interview a lot of business owners, right? And you probably know a lot of people who are thinking about starting business. Mm. What is the first thing that most business, most people think of? when they want to go and start a business? What, what do you think they want to go and build first? Uh, they want to build an audience and a presence. Yeah, so they normally want, it's just a website and they're branding. They want people to pay attention to me. Yeah. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to my awesome idea. Yeah, so they're actually skipping a lot of steps because most people go, oh, I've got a business idea and I'm going to go build a website and I'm going to get my branding done. They don't realize that there's steps in the lead up to that. And it's funny because I'm a marketer because that's where, and that's where I go as well. <laughs> All right, let's set up the Facebook page and Instagram and, and the TikTok. And, yeah. and, and this is why they then end up failing later on because there's the steps that they've missed beforehand, yeah. which is where that comes in. And that's your mindset at, at the start. Because when you build on that, later on, all the other elements that come in, whether you want to do your joint ventures or whether you want to scale the business up, become a lot easier because you understand that you have to have your mind open to those opportunities. You've got to be able to feel ready to attract them, right? So from mindset, it goes into the mission, vision, and values. This is understanding who you are, who you want to serve, how you want to serve them, where you're going to serve them, and then identifying who your client avatar is. Very, very important to understand who that client is what they look like. Because when you then go and create all of your collateral, mm. all of the wording, all of the imagery, all, all of the, the videos, copy, all of the content, the moment they see it, they know, yes, that's the business I want to do business with. We're aligned. And that is very, very important. When the step is missed, when people go straight from, oh, I've got an idea, I'm going to go build a website, and I want a splash of pink here, a splash of blue there, I'll put some of my own wording here, right? And then they start marketing to that website and they're getting upset with the agency why they're not getting all the leads. They don't realize that because you're sending someone to something that doesn't relate to them. Yeah. You've missed a very fundamental step in that mission, vision and understanding who your exact client is. So this, uh, do you want to add to this? Yeah, no, no, keep going. Okay. So <laughs> coming from that, then we then go into our branding because now you oh, know... Then I do want to add to it. All oh, right. <laughs> so the, the key part of that is you need to understand who you want to serve. So if you talk to any business owners, most of them, they'll say, when I've asked them, you know, who are your clients, who are your ideal clients? They'll say... Anybody with a heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> you know, everyone. Anybody it's, who has it's money. The, it's a friends, fools. Yeah, friends, family, friends, or fools that'll get 10 yards to in between. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. 
So when we say, hey, you want to attract CEOs who do $2 million a year, who drive this, 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 creating that imagery, and then that also goes into your Facebook targeting and all your other marketing targeting, that's where you design exactly who you want to serve. And what happens when you work with people who appreciate you? You have a business that's sustained and enjoyable and gets referrals. And, and how do you wake up in the morning? Happy. What happens when you deal with people who are bloodsuckers? Not happy. And they're draining you and they question you and, you know, you're like, I've done this for 20 years. You're telling me that, you know, when they question anything that you do, guess what happens? You start creating a negative anchor towards them. And then when they're calling you up, you're not answering the phone or you can't be bothered or whatever. The energy is low. But when you talk, when you're dealing with only clients who are ama- who value you, who are amazing to deal with, you love to pick up that phone. You love to answer their calls. You love to help them way more. You over-deliver, right? So working with the right person is extremely important. I need to add back on that one yeah. again. <laughs> so one of the other fundamentals that's really good when you do your mission, vision, and values when you actually write that down and it's on a wall somewhere, you know the exact type of people you want to attract into your business and the type of people you want to work with, right? So many business owners, you say that we start sitting down with them and go, are your staff happy? And they go, are we, the staff are not happy or we don't like them, whatever it is, or we can't find the right type of people. That's one I hear a lot. We can't find the right type of people. But who are you? Do people know when they're coming to you who you are? Do you understand who you are yourself? When you know that, it's so much easier to attract the right type of um, staff to your team. And that mission, vision, value really underlies that element of bringing the right type of people on board. Mm-hmm. So we always find that that is so important when we work with people and do that element. The outcome is so much further reaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we then go into your branding. Yeah. yeah. And branding is not just a logo or a color. Oh, We'll, we'll skip through the other yeah, steps really <laughs> yeah. quickly. So one, you need to understand your brand. When your brand is on point, you attract your ideal client. So our brand in our middle company is called Building Interactive. So that's a SaaS company. And so it's interactive buildings. The tagline is creating smart cities one building at a time. When that goes out to anybody you know, of our ideal clients, they read that they want to be part of the smart city revolution. They want their building to be a smart building. Hmm. It already opens a door before we even walk in. Makes sense. So and, the, and the color of the actual the color, building itself the color is, is green. green. Yeah. yeah. The, the logo color is green. Is. No, the logo color is green. It's green because people want to be part of the green revolution. Right. All those yeah. things. Yeah. So branding is very important. Then your online offline presence, all your collateral, your messaging, everything has to be right. Automation. We've got access to tools like this. This has been around since 2007. Now, your best salesperson. You need to do a video of them. They need to be on the website. They should. That video can be used a thousand times. When you send that to your ideal clients, guess what? They're, they're, selling. they're, they're selling for you. Yeah. Your top salesman. You, you know, get that person on there. Um, leverage technology. You talked about CRMs and things. Having CRMs is critical. Most business owners don't have this. Yeah. Invest in it. It'll be the best investment you make because it's gathering every person that you meet. You should be putting into your CRM in some capacity. Don't spam people. <laughs> Everybody hates spam. Yeah. If you spam them, your engagement goes down and then your list is crap. After that, compound your sales. You're a sales expert. Upsells, downsells, cross-sells. Too many business owners are so excited to just make that sale. Mm-hmm. They're too scared to make an upsell. 
or to offer anything else. They just want that sale closed. But that's the point where you need to go and you need to close more. It increases the, the value of the transaction and the lifetime value of that client. Mm. Now, but if you just follow those steps, you are now out of your business. You don't need to work in your yeah. business anymore. You're out of the business. The next four steps are all on the business. So the next step is called scaling. So magnifying. So scale your business policies, procedures, systems. That's the only way McDonald's can open yeah. up you know, multiple locations of 10 in a day and they work. So you need to have all those systems built into your business so that a 15-year-old could run it. Now, a lot of people think that they're irreplaceable. You're not. Take out the ego. Take out the ego. Mm. Understand that it's all business as a system. And people love systems. People love stories. They, they want to be able to follow a system. You know that when you go to McDonald's, you're going to be like, oh, cool, I'm going to get a burger, I'm going to get a choice of yeah. my snack, fries, salad, whatever it is, and a drink. Simple. It makes life easier. Now, the next thing is to amplify your tribe. This is, this is my favorite part. <laughs> it's joint ventures and PR. There's people out there who already have access to your customer base. Mm -hmm. Work with those people. Make it a win-win-win. A win for them, a win for their users, and a win for you. Always a win for you last. Focus on them. After that, you can figure out a way to dominate your industry. Figure out who's the dominant players in the industry and outmarket them. This is even more fun. Because these, the, yeah. these are the levels I love that's to play. The, that's the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then the final step is building your empire. Now, building your empire is different to everybody. Everybody's got a different vision of their empire. To us, with that middle company that I was talking about, it was about buying up other companies, buying up all our competitors, buying up anybody who was in the complementary space so that we could acquire all the databases and then upsell, downsell, cross-sell to all of them. But in business authorities, building the empire is different. It's creating charitable foundations, creating a legacy. Yeah, what are you leaving behind? Exactly. And when we're gone, which, you know, life is so... People think that they've got this great big lifetime. If you actually break it down... You're already 40. So he's, he's, he's got about 30 years left in it. <laughs> and I've probably got about 20, right? And, it's, and if, when you think about life that way, there's not one day that goes by which you don't value. Every time I travel overseas, I go, shit, this could be the last time I ever come here. I'm going to really appreciate being here. Mm -hmm. When you start thinking about life in that way, you appreciate, you're happy, you, are, you, know, you have this amazing gratitude, and you're grateful. And then you just want to do more with the time that you have. There is no Netflix and chill. <laughs> but there's no Netflix and there's a lot of chill. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I think that's a really cool spot to end it. Awesome. Um, two last questions though. One, if people have heard something through this podcast and they want to reach out to you guys in form of a, a question, uh, they want to find out more about your business or events that are coming Perfect. up. Um, how do they yeah how do sure they do that? so um, if you want to join the community go to Facebook type in business authorities community and you'll find it there if you want to find out about the events businessauthorities.com and if you'd like to register for the book which explains in detail about the formula businessauthorities.com forward slash new book all lowercase I might do that when I get home actually awesome um, <laughs> and fast track no, 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 it's okay. And then, um, yeah, what, what's next for you guys? So it's 2019, 2019. December. Um, 
we didn't. We, we there's a lot more questions I want to ask you guys. Uh, so I'd love maybe, to come maybe back. Maybe we'll and do a part two. We'll do an part part two. Um, but yeah, so then I can ask you how how is it going? So what's yeah, what yeah. are the things? Uh, we've got a massive. Nearly every every month we've got something on for business authorities. Yeah. So I think rather than me explaining it, guys, join the community. Yeah. Join the Facebook group, check out the website, and you'll see all the stuff that we're doing there. Cool. Fantastic. Awesome. Um, guys, uh, thank you for being on. Uh, I've been Tim, you've been you guys, we've been, <laughs> we've been talking, and uh, yeah, cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right, there you have it, the episode with the business authorities, guys. I hope you got a lot of value from it. If you heard something that you really thought was interesting, go and check out their website. Apart from that, what I'd love for you to do, if you're listening along to this in your bedroom or at home, not in the car, uh, take a screenshot of you listening to the show and then tag Bean Talking in a story and I'll feature you on the page. Really cool to see who's listening along. Contact me as well at tim at beantalking.com.au. Always love having a chat. But apart from that, I'll see you guys in the next episode.